0: It's time for the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. And here's your hosts, Paulie G, Ryan MS, Peter Hanscom, and Andrew muldock Molinaroli.
1: Yep, it sure is. Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. First week of the finals in the book. Three more weeks if you're in overall. This is your last chance. Make a run for it. Top 1,000 looms for few of our listeners, one of our contributors, Andrew muldock is that man jumping over 200 spots this week to get very close to the 1,000 position, or the top 1,000. How are you, mate?
0: Yeah, good, mate. Uh, Apart from the the lack of sleep on Sunday night due to a bad (laughs) captain choice and and manly absolutely botching a win against your Tigers, yeah, fine, mate, fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, i tell you what, I... Wanted to make Tedesco captain and a rookie error. I had him on my, my bench with Tommy T, but I uh, am happy with the victory. And, and Ryan mess of course, with us as well. I'm pretty happy with that last update that got me over the line against you. Bit of hard luck, though, the, the Teddy the Teddy bump.
2: Yeah, the Teddy bump got me. Um, I think my captain choice was... Well, I thought I was pretty happy with it, picking Cleary, but I probably should have stuck with Widip, and that probably would have got me over line by about five points, I think, doing the math. I think I'd win up until
1: three minutes before kick-off. I had Tom Olalla on to about half an hour before kick-off, and then I thought, I think Andrew had to sleep this night on Sunday. I did it on Saturday night. Oh, I've take, taken the C off two 100-point games. And then Teddy, <laughs> I, I could have had the third one, but uh, and not to be. And Tommy T, as Andrew said, you know... Um, just dudding out, throwing a couple of intercepts and had an all-round pretty bad day. Uh, Peter Hesk, though, speaking of Gareth Wittip, you'd be pretty happy, and, and you threw in your draft league as well, so uh, good res- good results for most of the Supercoach pros, except for the, the two that had to play each other. Obviously, we could only have one winner, but how are you, Pete?
3: Yeah, good, thank you. Yeah, it was, um, it was nice to be out Cogger Coggeron on, on Saturday for the win, even though it was only against the Titans, but... Um, yeah, it was a good win, and it's it's always very nice when you got. I got a couple of players in my Dragons team that are in my um, my draft comp, and it's always good to see Blacks like um, uh, for them to score and yeah get points for the Dragons, and points for for my um for my draft team as well. So yeah, so it was a it was a double bonus when that happens.
1: Yeah, some good scores from Moneyball as well that Saturday game. Um, I know that one one of our listeners having a good result. Um, I think we had. Uh, had the win overall, so I think Glenn got gotten the money and we and we had the uh, the top the top score. I had the top score, so the predictor coming through in a big way again this week uh, let 's move on to the injuries now and uh, Jared hayne well he 's been in the news for all the wrong reasons, really he left the ground on Saturday in a moon boot after injuring his ankle he 's been named this week, but no certainty to take the field it 's a lateral sprain Hayne. Uh, said he did it in the first half, tried to stay out there. Uh, he said, it got worse. I have to wait 24 to 48 hours to see how it pulls up. Um, Pat saying, look, he'll probably play, uh, or would if they were still in the hunt, but he doesn't see the point in him playing. I know it is against Parramatta, but um, probably unlikely to play. But let's face it, he should have moved on from Hayne by now anyway. Another player, Joey Leilua, who a few of the listeners may still have, although again probably should have moved on to Moved on from. He suffered a knee injury in the second half of their win against the Warriors, but it's believed to be a knock rather than any structural damage. And Pat saying if it's just a bump, should be sweet to play. Um, a few others, not as super coach relevant, but maybe there's other factors in, in playing into it, or maybe you've got them in your draft. Peter Wallace has got a broken hand; he's out for at least a week. Now this only just broke after we um, contacted Pat, so. We don't really know if he'll be back uh, in round 25, although they're saying that he could. And then, of course, um, Josh Reynolds, Sam Cassiano, both out. Reynolds with a minor calf strain. Cassiano, a sternum complaint. And finally, Brad Parker out for the season with a, a knee injury. So Brian Kelly will slot back in there for Manly after a couple of weeks rest. And Andrew, it could be a boon for the young centre, the fact that he's had a bit of a rest mid-season. I know we talked about it pretty much just before Trent Barrett went and and, and did it and, and, and made a change there.
0: Yeah, we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? Um, we noticed that he was dropping, dropping a little bit in form and making a couple of um, little just silly mundane errors. Um, and we saw what Trent uh, Robinson did with Latrell Mitchell earlier in the year and it Tend to work wonders. So, yeah, hopefully for Manly's sake um, and for my sake that, uh, yeah, Kelly will come back refreshed and, and, and good to go.
1: Yeah, well, that left side of Manly, you know, they've put on some points in the past, so it'll be interesting to see, at least from a Moneyball perspective, um, The Kelly-Matt Wright combo, again, could could do well for you. Let's move on to what we learned now and um, starting with the top performers from last week, Kurt Mann. Pete mentioned the big Dragons victory. He was certainly influential at right halfback, 137 supercoach points. Disclaimer, it was against the Titans. We know that halves, hookers, fullbacks, a lot of skill positions put up big numbers against them all year, um, even when Gold Coast still had more to play for than they do right now. Um, Equalling that, James Tedesco, what we flagged at the start of the show. Huge game. I think he was on 79, got a... Ho- uh, <laughs> Bunch of updates to get up to 137. Dane Gagai, I thought he was sensational for Newcastle. Got involved uh, from the scrums, you know, from the back kick returns, try assists. Had a had a great game. 127 SuperCoach points. Joel Thompson, another one there from that St George game. 118 and Gareth up, 116. Interesting with Jared Croker, Ryan 110. uh, The Raiders are firing up right now, and we've said, you know, for a few years. Um, pretty much, when the Raiders do well, Croker scores well, and vice versa. So he could be an interesting one um, to look at at the moment.
2: Yeah, absolutely. If you got, once again, if you got the space, you got the um, trades and all that. Um, look, he's he is the Raiders' um, kind of, I guess, uh, talisman. Uh, if he if he goes, if they go well, he goes well, vice versa. And he just scores a lot of points. And um, a guy who's also benefiting. That uh, from that is uh, young Kotrick as well. Yeah, Kotrick in that
1: yeah, a group as, grouping as well. After Brock Lamb, one hundred and seven. Cameron M- McGuinness, one hundred and eight, one hundred and six. Sorry, I'm impressed with Lamb um, for the Knights. He's really taking ownership. So be interesting to see how he goes next year. Jason a huge game, one hundred and three. Uh, he was just a beast for the Cowboys. Alex Johnson and Nick Kotrick, who Ryan mentioned there, both got to 100, and I thought, um, interesting to see Anthony Milford with 95. Uh, Pete, he's a guy that, you know, we were worried a bit about the injuries, but a big game against a big-time opponent in, in Cronulla.
3: Yeah, it was a great score for him. Admittedly, uh, Cronulla weren't in great form, but, but that's what Milford can do if he... If He's gone his game like that and scores some massive points. But as we know, he's also going he to have a bit of a low floor game, too. I remember I'm still being met by, um, by a game against the Titans. I remember last year where you know, I thought he was going to do well and he didn't do very well. I brought him in and he didn't do very well at all. Yeah, but yeah, hopefully um, he doesn't score really well against the Dragons on Friday night. But um, something tells me he's going to.
1: <laughs> the Dragons aren't the easiest team to score supercoach points against. Uh, I'm sure. We'll be talking more about Anthony Milford as we get into the show. Um, Usually we go into hot topics, but we wanted to really look at the the tweets, your Facebook messages, and get a little bit um, specific for this time of year. So doing things a bit differently, we're going to move straight on to the teams. uh, For round 24, Bevan French named again for Parramatta, with Will Smith going to the reserves, along with Josh Hoffman. Still not sure if French will be back this week, although, of course, uh, he is in the number one. Uh, Tyrone Roberts gets the role ahead of Kane LG. who's battling an injury. Um, Roberts 5'8", LG on the bench. And Max King's been named in the middle third with Leverhigh Pulu on the bench. They could swap again just before kick-off. Uh, South's V, the Warriors, Crichton, um, has been named at right edge, but Cameron Murray also named at lock. So Sam Burgess, um, from what we know at the moment, will play in the middle third. Um, Burgess obviously going off early and kind of stinging us, Andrew, uh, last Thursday. We're, we're seeing there, however, probably going to play middle third with Zane Musgrove moving to the bench.
0: Yeah, he's kind of testing everyone's patience at the moment. I mean, like like I said a couple of weeks ago, it's Sam Burgess, you know. You, you lock him in for the whole season, but um, he's playing injured, and obviously, you know, it, it's affecting his score. It's affecting everything, so he's His numbers are really really down he's he's playing just over forty minutes and it's yeah killing everyone so yeah he's he's worth of a a think about if you've got some trades
1: yeah it's a shame that the price has gone down so much on him now because you're not going to get the same value could have got a couple of weeks ago. Um, for the Warriors, they've named Kieran Foran but it's for Mason Lino, not Ada Hingano. Hingano was quite impressive last weekend in their loss to the Raiders so he keeps his spot in the halves. Still no Sean Johnson. Charlie Gubb is named on the bench. No Ben Madalino there. Um, the Broncos feed the Dragons. Ben Hunt and Sam Dide swap. Look, they'll swap back come kickoff I think. Hunt just likes to wear number nine. Um, Tyson Vrizzell He's been named on the right edge. Um, we think that will also swap before kick-off. So Tarek Sims will start. He's been named on the bench. Frazil will move into the middle and Arma will go back to the bench. Pete, I thought that worked pretty well on the weekend. Um, Frizzell certainly looking like he gets more involved when he's playing in, that, um, in the middle of the field.
3: I think so. Um, yeah, it was interesting that um, you know, he's come off the bench I thought that maybe McGregor's just taking note of the fact that he might be carrying a little bit of an injury and he's also had a, a, he had a pretty tough origin period to get through. But uh, And Tarek has been in pretty good form as well. So, um, yeah, it would be interesting to see how it goes. But, uh, yeah, I thought uh, they got a lot out of Brazil last week, so he'll um, so need to be on his game this week against the Broncos.
1: Josh McCrone and and 8 can have been named in the 21, but at, for now, Kurt Mann keeping his spot at halfback. Dugan will remain in the centres with Dufty at fullback, but it's one to watch. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. If you don't already, at SupercoachPros, we'll be tweeting that out before kick kickoff, because it could be some adjustments there. The Knights speed the Storm. Newcastle will three straight wins. Why not um, remain 1-17 to as they do? Cameron Munster is back for the Storm, at least named at six. Jordan McLean mm-hmm. gets the starting role with Tim Guysby out. Nice and a softball. moves back to the bench. Jerome who, Hughes keeps a spot on the bench. As well, Tackle Harris and Robbie Rocker being named in the twenty-one. Interesting in this game, Ryan. Um, I guess a few guys are there for the Storm, but the Knights uh, that you that are very highly predicted. But the Knights with three straight wins, they've got a pretty good record against Melbourne and at home. Um, could this be a trap game?
2: Well, it could be. Look, everyone. You know, I know. Like we're all about Super Coach and all about stats and numbers and all that. Um, and very very rarely does romance come into it but uh tell you what the knights are defying a lot of things um, over the past 3 weeks um, and their super coach points is one of them um, like guys like Brock Lamb exploded last week um, it's going to be hard and uh, it's also the ones that they're giving up. they're
1: not giving, uh, yeah. giving up as many like Mitchell Moses two straight scores of 110 and up against the Knights where, you know, halves have had field days earlier in the year and, you know, he out.
2: Yep, absolutely. And, look, it's not, going to be, it's not going to be load your team up with all the Melbourne players that you have. Um, I don't think that's going to be the case. It's going to be a select number and it's probably not going to be your usual suspects for Melbourne because it's, yeah, it's a tough one to pick.
1: Roosters feed the Tigers. Michael Gordon returns for the Roosters, just as Connor Watson uh, was looking really good uh, in that game against Melbourne. He goes back to the bench. Joseph Manu to 18th man. Chris Lawrence has been named for the Tigers, but still under an injury cloud. Michael Cheekham will move back to the bench for now. Josh Alawyer, 18th man. The Cowboys feed the Sharks. Jarvid Bowen moves into the centres with Justin O'Neill out. We expect Kane Linnett to move from left to right to accommodate Bowen on the left. Bowen um, is very much a left-side uh, player, Whereas we've seen Linnet being able to move to the right earlier this year. So expect that the same thing to happen there. Kalen Ponga comes in on the wing, which will be interesting. Although I should note Inari Tuala has been named in the 21. So there is some chance of him um, getting a go ahead of Ponga. We've noticed in the past Paul Green being a bit reluctant to play Ponga anywhere. But fullback... Um, I guess there is also the potential for cover for Taimari Martin if he's not able to go. Lachlan Coote could move into the halves to allow Ponga to play fullback. Um, also, Kyle Labert has been named in the 21. Um, the other change there: John Asiata is in the front row uh, with Sean Fensham out with an injury. Ben Hampton goes back to the bench as we said. Martin playing 5'8". Cronulla a 1 to 17, but with Jaden Brayley been named in the twenty one. I guess if he passes a fitness test, he could come into reckoning there ahead of possibly Fireman or Brown or even uh Seguiaro. The Raiders feed the Panthers, Canberra one to seventeen. The Panthers have lost Peter Wallace as we said in the injury report. Ciani uh, Katawa is the hooker. Um, we noticed that Reagan Campbell Gillard again wearing 10 but likely to come from the bench with Tim Brown likely to start. Trent Merrin and Mitch Rain have been named in the twenty one. While the Bulldogs v Manly, Matt Frawley 5 for the injured Josh Reynolds. Uh, Adam Elliott, second row ahead of Raymond fatala Morona. He'll move to the bench with Francis Tuolala and Michael Leacher. Sam Cassiano also out injured. And uh, Brian Kelly comes in for Brad Parker, as we said uh, on the injury report earlier. Let's look at the big names for round 24. I know that we sort of tease that maybe the Knights can be a bit stronger after their recent good form. Billy Slater is still rated highest, so uh, take that as you will. 95 uh, predicted from him. Um, We know that the Tigers have given up plenty of points to outside backs and back rowers. Ryan Madison's been named in the centres again for the Roosters. He gets a big uptick there. Um... But like the Knights, the Tigers have been a bit stronger recently. Aiden Guerra is right up there. Corey Norman against the Titans could have a big game. Uh, Corey Oates, left wingers against the Dragons have done very well all year round. Latrell Mitchell, another one there for the Roosters. Um, in reverse, David Nofaluma coming up against Latrell Mitchell uh, in, in, in defence. So he too could go very large. Angus Crichton, as long as he starts, that was a bit of a blow, him coming off the bench last week. But against the Warriors, that's that's a good one. Um, Cameron Munster again, if he plays, he'll be high up there along with Cam Smith, Jason Talmalolo, Amazing performance last week; should continue it against a tough Shark. We would expect the Sharks to come back and be tougher. I think up there, actually, Cronulla could be hard to um, could could do well because they have done in the past up at North Queensland. James Tedesco, again, against this new club, the Roosters, will be looking to impress. Josh Papali's right up there. We're predicting Tarek Sims to get 80 minutes against his brother, Corbin, in the Broncos, and he's got a big uptick there. Simon Mannering, missed a Consistent. Andrew, I mean, 89 points when they got pretty much thrashed by the Raiders. What a game.
0: Yeah, he keeps producing when he's in the centre of the field, doesn't he? So, um, we're a bit... Uh bit standoffish with him, weren't we, when um, Johnson kind of, uh, when he, when he went down. But, yeah, Mannering's just been, as long as he's in the centre, he, he's going to keep making his tackles and making his runs and event, uh, every now and then he'll jag a try. Um, as, you know, we saw against the uh, the Raiders, he still scored, you know, pushing 90 and they got flogged. So, Mannering, yeah, he's, he's still punch, punching above his weight in uh, Super Coach, and, yeah, you can always depend on him, can't you? Yeah, I think he's proved himself with that
1: performance to to stay in your lineup the last few weeks. Cohen Hess, well, it was a bit quiet last week, but again, you know, as long as he gets 80 minutes, he should do well against the Sharks. And in that same game, I know he was pretty bad um, last weekend against the Broncos, Pete, but Paul Gallen, um, I'm expecting a bounce-back game from him. And in fact, I think he could even be a captain option.
3: Yeah, captain option might be a bit of a big call, but um, yeah, you'd expect him to bounce back. It is, the, the Sharks haven't been real good lately. Uh, Gallons, yeah, hasn't quite been on, uh, hasn't quite been there. And I don't, he didn't play the full 80 last week. So I don't know. I, I've got my doubts as to whether he'll put in a, a big score this week, particularly against the Cowboys with the, op- with the opposition they've got there. Um, the Cowboys being on, you know, trying their guts out but not quite getting there so that's yeah, a bit of a hard one I don't know that he will get the big score up there, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a who knows sort of one that one I think
1: And the rest of the year of course the predictor showing the, the all three final rounds, Billy Slater predicted to do best from Jason Tomololo uh, David Nofaluma's right up there a couple of good matchups including this weekend Simon Mannering we just mentioned um, should do very well Paul Gallen Angus Crichton um, and also Nathan Cleary right up there, Josh Papali, Cameron Smith, Gareth Widdop and even Jake Friend is up near the top there um, from Tommy Turovich, Luke Kiry, and Tom's brother Jake. Um, so they're sort of the big ones. There's some more after that but again, if you've got the got the app, go there and have a look at the, the predictor um, predict rest of the year to see all of those and of course the app, you can find it Um on our website, www.supercoachpros.com, it's got the Moneyball, it's got Facebook, Twitter, uh, this very podcast, um, Ryan Moneyball, another victory on, on Saturday night, You know, first prize and, and really it's paying for itself many times over the, the app at the moment.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like we say it each week, it's like a broken record. It's like, yes, you're, you, know, you're, you buy it and then you pretty much make your money back in a couple of weeks um, just because... Yeah, it just gives you the right information, um, you know, and what you've got to do is go, okay, well, that's it. I'll pick that. You've got to give it a try. Um, we saw a few uh, someone, a few people having a few doubts about it, um, and then you mentioned Glenn at the start of the show. Um, he decided to give it a shot, and, yeah, he's um, hit up immediate results, so it speaks for itself, really.
1: Just ask uh, Glenn Lovett if you don't trust us. Um, yeah, do it. It's, uh, there's only a few weeks left but could just win you a, a SuperCoach uh, grand final uh, at, you can find it of course www.supercoachpros.com. follow the link Google or Apple we should also mention on our website if you wish to visit Pat at Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care you can do so by following the links there and uh, get a 20% discount off your first visit Pat's great um, sporting injuries, back, neck injuries as well. Um, he's often working late now where we get the emails rather than, than um, chat to him in person, which shows, you know, he's good for business and, and, and the clientele like his work. So it's worth uh, hitting up if you need and just follow our links for that 20% discount, www.supercoachpros.com. That's Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. All right, guys, let's move on now to these tweets. And getting into depth, I guess, um, with some of these, because we do only have a few weeks to go. Some of the guys are in head-to-head. Some are looking more overall. And yeah, we'll just throw it around the round table. We'll start with Boo 58 bear He says, Gents, I was smashed in Week 1 Finals, and I need some help. I'm thinking Slater, and I need a gun for the second row. I'm happy for other ideas. Thanks. His team, is Cam Smith and Joey Lussick, Front row Gao, Josh Papali, Jack DeBellin, and Brock Gray. Uh, second row Simon Mannering, Jason Talmalalo, Sam Burgess, Corey Nara, Sean Lane, and Jed Cartwright. Half back Cleary and Nickel Klockstad, 5'8 Moses and Gagan. Um, that's the Nufty Gagan, not Dane Gagai. Uh, centre and wingers Tom Turbo, Angus Crichton, Jordan Rapana, Semi Rad Radra, Cameron Munster, Dylan Walker, and Tyrone Peachy. And the fullbacks are Dylan Edwards and Roger Tuavasa Shek. Um, he's got room there for Slater, Andrew. There's also, you could look at Tedesco, I think, at, at fullback. Um, are there any holes that you see, definite trade outs? I know we talked about Sam Burgess a bit earlier, um, and there might be a couple in his centres and wingers as well.
0: Yeah, so I'm thinking that um, the, the, straight away, that I think he needs to get Teddy in. Um, just goes to show what he, what he can do. Last week, um, he's always got that potential to go 130. He's so busy, so you need. To, I think you need to get him in if you want to really be pushing um, for that, you know final spots he or the, the four overall or
1: five tackles every time he touches the ball. He just palms off defenders, and there's two yeah. I mean, every he, time.
0: The, every every run, it's at least one or two broken tackles. It's the same with rapani you know. So um, yeah, you, you need. I think you need Teddy in there. Um, and, yeah, Surgis is really touch and go at the moment. I mean, depending on how long you want to wait, I'm willing to give uh, Sammy, Sammy Burgess one more week against the Warriors, um, but, uh, yeah, that, that, that's also a, an option, and um, Dylan Walker and, and Peach at the back. I'm sure, surely, you know, they could probably be traded out. You know, you, you could probably get, like, a, you know, Crichton, up into the second row if he's, you know, trying to think a little bit differently and um, getting a different set, a different, se- uh, uh, different se- uh, winger or centre in there, but yeah, I, I, I really Tedesco like You could um, and
1: Edwards into the centres and then Crichton for Sergis or I agree with you with Peachy. I think Smearaj Raja is a liability at this point too. Um, yep. So there's a few guys you could move on in the centre and winger. So, um, Pete, what do you reckon about Radra, Tyrone Peachy, Dylan Walker? Is there any one in, out of those three that you're desperately saying you've got to get rid of?
0: I
3: know that the Eels have a bit of a soft draw coming home. We've been talking about that and they got rolled by Newcastle. Um, once again, Rad Radraja can get a really big score, but then he can just go missing, and we've seen that a bit this year. So he might be the one that you'd be looking for. To, to get rid of there. I was, um, uh, the, Dylan Walker's been going all right. Um, so, yeah, I think Rad Radha might be the one I'd be, uh, I'd be potentially looking to, to get rid of, I think, would be the one.
1: Ryan, he talked about a gun in the second row. Um, he's missing a few, and I think a few, a few people wrote on Twitter after he wrote this this morning... Yeah, Nathan Brown, you're missing Nathan Brown. I mean, he's one that comes to mind, but he's not the only one. There's a, there's a, there's a few names there and some at quite an affordable
2: price. Yeah, absolutely. Um, look, Nathan Brown is one that um, has been mentioned, as before, as you said before. Um, front row-wise, um, I'm thinking maybe a guy like uh, Felice Kafusi is in the top 20. Um, overall for scores he's um he was a little bit down last week but he 's scoring around the 60 uh, 50 60 mark um, and that's not that's not too bad considering you can um you know if he wants to manipulate his team um, around you know his gun second second row forwards um, then you might be uh, you know he might be playing all four of his front rows, uh, you know depending on uh, his um his tactics there yeah I,
1: I love josh mcguire i just think he's really coming good the last couple of weeks and i think he's a great price so obviously depends on how much money you got left and exactly how you want to play it my big fear is some of these guys that are not doing well like tyrone peachy and semi radrahtra and when i'm looking at your lineup and i'm thinking well if you want to use the vc loophole it's going to be hard with those guys in your lineup. So maybe, as Andrew said earlier, about you know, turning um, 2 middle mid-price players into one gun and one cheapie could it be an option. And um, that might be the way I'd, I'd lean. But definitely, if you're thinking, I just need a couple of guns, either Slater or Tedesco, I think are both good value. And I think it's Josh. I think Josh McGuire, if you want to save a bit of cash in, in that second row, if that's definitely the way you want to go. And I think and Naira, probably you could look at him or Sam Burgess if you're looking to get rid of a forward. I think either, either one. Grant Harlow asks, overall, unfortunately, for Cracknado, I think we've said it a few times um, over the, the last number of weeks on the show, the very unlucky Cracknado. He needs a spark to get back into the top 1,000. He's dropped back to 1,300s as of last week. Anthony Milford or James Tedesco. Well, they're both rated well with the predictor, but let's go through his full team and get an idea on what we think he could do. Cameron Smith, Hooker, Bra- Brandon Smith there, Jake Toborovic, Sam Burgess, Aidan Tolman, Aaron Woods, Simon Mannering, Jason Tamalolo, Paul Gallon, Na- Nathan Brown, Marty Tapao, Jed Cartwright in the second rows, Nathan Cleary and Cherry Evans, halfback, Five-eighth Widdop and Cody Walker, Senor and Wingers, Tommy T, Crichton, Rapana. Radra, Scott Walker, Edwards fullback, Roger Tuivasa-Shek, and Matt Dufty um, Andrew again I'll start with you there's a few guys here, Curtis Scott, Cody Walker even Marty Tapao kind of leaking points as well as of course Sam Burgess and even Aidan Tolman
0: Yeah I mean th- that's the one that, that jumps out at me is Tolman I mean again Tapao's not going great and Gow had a Rough week, but I know what you're going to get with Tolman. But I mean, I think his high score is 89 or something. So he's consistent, but he's not going to, you know, pop out of the ground. Um, yeah, we, he needs to get Tedesco in again. The same same thing I said last time. Tedesco is, is a must have going in his uh, the last couple of weeks. So Teddy in, have a look at Tolman. I, I, I yeah, I'm not I'm not not sold on Tolman. He's yeah bit of a trudger for me.
1: Yeah, the two full-backs he owns are out and out fullbacks, so that makes it a little bit tough um, to bring Tedesco in. You'd have to get rid of probably two of us as Sheck. Peter, is there a prop there that you take instead of Tolman, could it be one of your boys, Bourne or DeBellin?
3: I think they're two prime, absolute prime candidates you're talking about. there. Um, you know, Vaughan has been a, a bit of a revelation this year. Um, Supercoach tries, he scores the occasional try as well. He's, he's um, a lot of forward uh, props battle to score tries, but Vaughan gets one every few games. So he's he has that little bonus with his game. And, yeah, uh, DeBellin's been riding high with um, Supercoach all year. Um, he sits there in the top uh, top 10 players or so. So, yeah, no, they're, they're both, um, both uh, particularly good options. But, yeah, I agree. I'm sorry, but I do agree with... Uh, Andrew's assessment of Tolman, yeah, a bit of a... Uh, what was the term? A trudger of... <laughs> yeah, just try, trudging Andrew. along, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong, he's yeah. a great try
0: player.
3: Hard, yeah, trying hard to Yeah, exactly. Like, he's, like, his last three rounds, I was checking there, he's um, average 64. Average round has been 58-5, so that's, that's not It's not bad, but it's not outstanding. And, you know, um, when you're in the semifinals and it comes to the crunch, do you really want to have a player like that in your team who's who's only getting that average, you might be better off looking for something that's going to potentially be a little bit higher from around about the
1: same money. What do you reckon about Boyd Cordner, Ryan? Um, he's got enough second rowers there that play front row. Um, what, what did you make of his comeback game last week? Is there any potential there?
2: Oh, there's definite potential. Uh, Cordner's a great player and uh, yeah, he's coming back from um, injury. Um, so his output will increase um, as, yeah, as you know, obviously gets a bit more match fitness, um, but he still managed 41 last week, which is not great. But if you look at the rest of his season, um, he's averaging around the 60 plus marks. So that's pretty good going. And, and I think he's, he's a definite option. He's a little bit expensive, but he's losing, He's going to lose value a little bit um, as well, so um, I think that he's a, he's a definite he, he's definitely in the frame.
1: Interesting to see how Curtis Scott goes this week if Cameron Munster is indeed back. But again, a very high break-even. That's not an easy choice. But maybe you're stuck with Scott if you are wanting to move along Tolman. Maybe you've got to make a double change to afford Tedesco. Um, RTS has been surprisingly consistent although without upside Matt Dufty's still got a lot of upside not so much against Brisbane but still in the last couple of rounds to get Tedesco in you'd probably make a choice on one of those two depending how much money you've got and maybe you can go to a Nafty from a- Aiden Tolman to a Nafty to afford that could be, could be your, your option to get Teddy in I, I think Milford's a good option too um, Cody Walker I think Um, again a good matchup this week so maybe you're holding him for one more week but uh, you know Cody Walker's not in the top echelon Milford is um, so it's still a trade up if you went in that direction even if you did it this week when the matchups aren't as great Nathan Graham asks who is the better trade in Slater DCE or Munster this is a a tough one Andrew it's Probably Slater, but Cherry Evans was pretty good in, in the loss on Sunday.
0: Yeah, but I, I, I think Slater or Munster are probably the better options. Um, Munster is still quite expensive, but I, I'd probably be leaning towards Munster. Um, had a couple of weeks off now. Um, I know that Newcastle have been good the past couple of weeks, but I mean... Munster and Slater could probably have a field day. Or Saying that, I guess DC could probably do the same as the, the doggies this week. But, um, yeah, I'm thinking more towards Munster. He's, he's, um, you know, the predictor's saying that he's going to do well for the rest of the year. You know, you, you can't really argue with that. I mean, Storm are playing so well. Um, yeah, I think you just got to go with your gut there. And I think Munster... They might
1: start resting players, Melbourne but they won't rest Munster because I'll need him to get back to match fitness. So Slater, exactly. could, yep. Slater could be rested by one of the rounds to go, especially with Jerome Hughes playing so well. Pat asks, is Dylan Walker, Dylan Edwards, or Martin Tapao a better last reserve? Um, Pete, I, I'm interested in Tapao. He didn't do well against his former club last week, but against the Dogs, another former team, I am interested to see how he goes, mm-hmm. I've got to admit.
3: It will be an interesting one. I, I keep waiting for the Bulldogs to come good, but they're, they're getting worse by the week, and you'd expect someone like uh, Tapao to have a bit of a field day against the Bulldogs. Their defence has just completely fallen away, and I've, I have memories of watching the Manly Canterbury game from early this year, where Manly, I think, beat them about 30-36-0 or something over at Brookvale, um, where Power and Cherry Evans were instrumental. Um, so I think he would be a good choice, uh, thinking along those lines. Um, yeah, particularly like even the, the Burgess twins who've have been have, seen have been asleep for half the year put on a, a bit of a show against Canterbury last week. So, I would expect uh, the same thing to happen that they, they, they were awful, their defense up in the middle was just awful. So, I can see Coruscant getting a decent pass to uh, someone like to Pound to Power just going on a 20 30 metre run to be backed up by Tommy Turbo. So, yeah, yeah I'd be.
0: I think I'd be... Sounds good, (laughs) P.
1: Aaron Gray was also good. Death on it now, mate. (laughs) Aaron Gray was also good last week, so maybe Dylan Walker's another one that could cash in. Ryan, um, while the Raiders have been pretty tough to score super points against, so Dylan Wood's maybe not as much upside.
2: Yeah, look, it's interesting. I just had a um, quick... I just did a quick comparison with Edwards and... Dylan Walker. Um, Dylan Walker is cold, Is ice cold, super coach wise at the moment. Um, his three round average is twenty nine. His five round average is thirty eight, and his season average is fifty eight. So he's he's not going great um, at the moment. Dylan Edwards is a bit more consistent um, with fifties, um, and he's uh, he's got an average. Uh, Five-round average of sixty. Uh, sorry, three-round average of sixty-four, but that's boosted by a by an eighty-one point um, go in round twenty-two. So Dylan Walker is going to have to come good and score some tries for you. Um, but I agree, if this if that's going to happen, then this and this is the week and the team to do it against. Um, and yeah, and Edwards is going to have a, a tougher time against a um, bit more of a resurgent Raiders side. The
1: interesting thing with both Cherry Evans and Tom Djibovic they like the long ball so Walker's been getting cut out a lot while the wingers you know Artie's still been getting his Walker hasn't Um, Tommy got caught out a couple of times on Sunday so I think Trent Barrett will be (laughs) back in the video room and saying we're gonna have to think up a plan B so maybe the ball goes back through the hands and maybe Walker gets gets a bit more his way this weekend That does it for the show. Guys, thanks very much. Peter, thank you. Good luck again to your Dragons. big game on Friday night.
0: Yeah, we're
3: going to need it. Um, We'll see. We'll be in there trying anyway.
1: Andrew, a bit of the hiccup last week, but against uh, the Dogs should get back
0: on track this Sunday. Uh, Yeah, fingers crossed, mate. Another Sunday game for us, so yeah, getting used to it now.
1: (laughs) And Ryan, well... Our obligatory loss, or the Roosters, essentially is like a bye game, isn't it, when they play us? I think they've got 11 in the line. <laughs> It seems It'll to be. be. <laughs> but anyway, you know, who knows? We had a good win last week. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> yep. That's right. I'll be, be there better. watching. And everyone else, good luck in your SuperCoach finals. If you're gunning for overall um, or all of the above, another big week. Feel free to tweet us or Facebook messages at any time. This week we'll be keeping a close eye on everything for you at Super Coach Pros, And good luck. I am Paulie G. One thing to mention before we go, I have made it to the finals of the Triple M uh, footy voice competition. Uh, I, th- I believe this weekend they'll be playing some excerpts of our, all our works and, and whatnot. So if there's any chance uh, to vote or if you just want to make yourself known on, on Twitter and, and the other social medias to Triple M to give me a shot. Uh, we'd love your support. If you like what we do here you might get to hear more of it on uh, more of a stage see how we go. But uh, yeah, get on the Triple M and let them know you like Paul e. G uh, or Paul Grushanka or as Maroon called me, Paul Grushanka. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm happy with anything if, if I'm going to be calling games next year on Triple M. So <laughs> have a listen, uh, see what you think. I think i have got the full um, four minutes that i submitted there on our website. And, of course, um, if you go to Triple M, uh, and maybe we'll put a, a tweet up about this, um, but if you go to Triple M and look at the Sunday's um, show, the NRL show, Hour 2, right near the end, I think the 29-minute mark, You'll hear little old me with a few of the others there with our um, contributions for Find the Next Footy Voice. Footy voice. So uh, thank you very much again for everything. Good luck this weekend, and uh, I appreciate your, your support. Bye for now.